0: Out there, how's it going? This is Roll Rock Radio. For those of you that just happen to stumble upon us, <laughs> <laughs> Not and <laughs> I am one half of the host team, Steve, and I am the other half,
1: JD, your friend in the force.
0: Sweet friends in the force. So uh we've already got a few in the chat room. We've got Salvador. Good to see you in here. I don't think I've been, I don't think you've been in here. Spencer. Spencer's in here. That's right. Uh Scarif, that would be Ro is in there. And there's Ubaldo. How's it going? Ubaldo. Ubaldo? How's, it how's it going, back? buddy? So we're starting to uh get filled up already. Uh, man, how's your uh how's your week been?
1: Not too bad, not too bad. It was a rainy weekend, didn't get out and do much, basically stuck in the house and played some video games. My daughter's been working a lot lately, so it gives me time to just relax and chill out and catch up on some video game play and some chores around the house.
0: So how about you, buddy? How was it? Um, Well, last Friday, of course, was my birthday. Um, So we we did a birthday dinner. Um, My mom...
1: Happy, everybody, happy, give a happy belated birthday to Steve. His birthday was last Friday.
0: That's <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, we went out for dinner, wife, uh, and uh, what were you playing? Spencer's asking what you were playing.
1: Uh, I am currently kind of playing, okay, um, I'm, playing, I'm playing a game called Daisy. I don't know if anybody's heard of it or ever played it before. It's an online, completely open-world online survival game uh, shooter. Um, I I love the crap out of it. I'm on some uh, private servers with a bunch of good guys that are fun to play with. We like to uh, hunt each other on an island and zombies and bears and wolves. and We have a real good time. If you've never played it before, it's frustrating right out the gate, but once you get used to it and you figure out the mechanics of it, it's actually a great game to play. And if you get on a server with a good bunch of guys like I have, it makes it even that much more fun because it just mm. everybody and being able to talk to everybody and interact and have them teach you stuff and show you some of the ins and outs of the game it's it's a whole lot of whole lot of fun to play just hard to hard to pick up at the beginning
0: on, i think i may have seen it on game pass mm-hmm. maybe i don't know um there's a
1: lot of guys there's a lot of youtubers that play it and they do a lot of adventures with it because it's basically there's no end game there's no boss there's no end game it's just You can go around the countryside, you can go into towns, there's zombies everywhere. You can pick up materials, you can pick up tools, you can pick up different types of guns, different types of sights, some of silencers, some different types of light pistols and different things. And basically, you just have to go around and and scavenge for survival gear, including food and things to make fire with. You can cook animals, you can do all kinds of stuff. And if you're in a PvP area, obviously other players can shoot you. So it can be frustrating because... You'll be sitting there for two hours building up all your stuff, and then some yuts come by and shoot you in the head, and you got to go back out, respawn, and you got to collect all that crap all over again. <laughs> Sounds a bit like Fortnite. Yeah, but this one, this one doesn't have like a, a time limit. This one mm. is just you just keep playing and playing the only time limit you really have is you have server restarts where they they wipe the server they clean everything out they put all the all the gear back that you can collect and then you go back and you recollect that gear but it's not really a um you know how like Fortnite where the area shrinks and you have to get into a central area and then everybody is you know it's just last man standing kind of thing this was just a constant shoot 'em up all the time Mm -hmm. And you can go anywhere on the map. And the maps are huge. It takes quite a while to to run across them and things like that. So it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I was frustrated with it and struggled with it when I first started. But I got into a server with a great bunch of guys. And they're a lot of fun to play with, joke around, have a good time. On the weekends, we go into an island where we basically we shoot each other and have a good time. and And nobody gets upset about it. There's no pissiness. There's no uh smack talk on a deep level it's just hey man good game good shot how'd you get me you know good tactics oh you could do this you could do that next time blah 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 it's it's a good you know when you get a good bunch of people to play with it's fun if you're kind of by yourself and you get shot all the time it can be frustrating so yeah
0: yeah that sounds like it could be frustrating
1: yeah can be real frustrating especially but you don't get the you don't get the people in the chat talking smack on you and, and you get a bunch of 11 year olds running around cussing you up and down and talking a bunch of nonsense once you get shot and you can't hear anybody they if they talk to talk smack to you you don't you're not going to know it because you can't you can't hear them once you're dead so yeah it on that level it's kind of nice and like i said the people that i'm playing with are are, are guys that are a little bit more mature a little bit older and they just like to have a good time like to have a lot of fun goof around just do chaotic stuff and experiment with things and experiment with the servers and build stuff and and just and just have a general good time yeah cool sounds
0: good um anyway yeah so we we had dinner and ate at uh this seafood place uh down the street from our house um, so uh the original plan so my mom was coming uh I mean, she, she lives, uh, not terribly far from us, but not in the same city. Um, Mm -hmm. she lives in Midwest city, which is probably, I don't know, maybe 35, 40 minutes away. Uh, and, um, so her and her and my niece, uh, my niece lives with her and, uh, they were going to come down so the original plan was we we're going to go to red lobster and i was like because mm. my mom my mom was like wants to go throughout the red lobster and i was like okay. <laughs> i don't know do whatever <laughs> you know she's do what she wants to do did you, you just know?
1: look at her and go hey mom it's my birthday
0: I'm well go. okay so I'm, <laughs> I'm getting to that so um friday afternoon you know it's getting closer to uh into the work day and she calls me uh to to firm up the plans you know time frames and stuff like that and whatever and we're talking and she's like she's like and it's red lobster you want to go to right and i'm like you know i was gonna say <laughs> yes but then i'm like you know i don't really want to lie to her so i'm like you know i actually don't like red lobster and, um, so if there's somewhere else that you would rather us go, I'd be completely fine with that. And she's like, <laughs> well, I thought you liked red lobster. And I'm like, no. no, I like the biscuits, but you can make those out of a box.
1: A <laughs> yeah, they actually store. have mixes. You can you have yeah. mixes you can take home and make all the time. I do it all the time. Yeah,
0: but but I don't really have any desire to go there. Hey Tina. Hey Tina um so she's like well where do you want to go I was like, well i mean i do really like seafood you and i have had this conversation mm-hmm. um like i really do like seafood uh but you know there's this there's this uh uh crab boil place down the street from our house we've been there we've been there a few times what's it uh, called me and, me and my wife it's called dancing crab oh um but yeah, it's like, it's, we've been there. Me and Mandy have been there a few times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my niece, I guess, heard, uh, heard me mention that on the phone and she, like, we took her, I mean, it's been months, but took her a while back and she really liked it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. I was like, all right, sounds good to me. We're going to dance crab. So, so we had dancing crab and, uh, I love the crab legs and I love yeah, I just love everything about that place. It's so good. We it. have two we
1: have two big restaurants here. One's called the Blue Hook, the other one's called Hook and Reel, and they do the crab and crab and seafood boil like Cajun style inside mm-hmm. the bags.
0: Really yeah. like those yeah. places. They're, they're really do. good. That's what they do. That's what they do mm-hmm.
1: there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hook and reel here in town is my favorite. That I did I ever tell you, have I ever told you the Louisiana story? You have not. So real quick i basically what i did for my 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 girlfriend's niece's graduation they both graduated a year apart one graduated in uh 2020 and one graduated in 2021 and um so in uh 2021 after my daughter graduated we took uh her niece my daughter my girlfriend and myself we went we drove down to florida and went to like universal studios we went to the beach we went to like disney disney springs we did you know but much of the touristy stuff and on our way back, we had some extra days. So we stopped in Louisiana and went to New Orleans and spent a couple of days in downtown New Orleans or in the French mm-hmm. Quarter in New Orleans. And we love seafood. I mean, we're seafood people, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you have seafood before and then you go to someplace like the French Quarter where they literally they package it off the boat, stick mm-hmm. it in t- tanks, take it out of the tank, cook it and then serve it to you. Whole it will ruin experience. you. It will ruin you when you come back to your Kansas Midwestern plains, no freaking sea, nowhere near the freaking ocean, and you go and use seafood places and you try to eat. You will just be disappointed because it's a whole new experience. like you said, whole new experience, whole new experience. And we went to one of the oldest seafood places in the French Quarter, and it was just. I mean the food was so good. It was so great. I had, you know, like shrimp and crab gumbo and my daughter tried uh crawfish for the first time and we fought we tried um you know uh, uh shrimp and different things that came straight out of the ocean. We just sampled a little bit of everything. And then we came back here and we went to the we went to the uh the hook and reel and it was like I'm now what? What it do I do now? Because adequate, it adequate, wasn't it? It, it, it? This yeah, this one was better than the other one, but it's still not the same experience. It's, it's not. It is. It's not the same experience
0: anymore. It when just you, when you have to get what you can get better <laughs> than nothing. Cause yeah, like like Tina said, I just I love seafood. And I love seafood. Yeah, had, too. I uh in our in our chat earlier today, uh uh it's a chat that Tina is a member of as and along with some others, uh, we were actually talking about seafood. I don't remember I don't remember how the subject came up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but we got to talk about seafood, and is uh, somehow the I think the conversation, or the connection might have been that lint was coming up. I, I don't know because those those may have been two completely different conversations, but yeah, we we're talking about how Lent was coming up, and you know on Fridays people you know that the observe Lent they usually eat seafood and JD, uh, what was I getting at? Oh, I was saying that um, <laughs> we saying, You know, we, we, we do like seafood, and <laughs> I uh, I made the comment that if I if I had to be a pescatarian, I could do it mm. because I could I could eat just nothing but seafood. Now I like I like most seafood. I, I do not like catfish. Hmm. I like fish, but I don't like catfish. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I love me some fish. I like how, do, how, shrimp. how do you How do you survive in Oklahoma then? <laughs> there's other there's <laughs> other fish here. <laughs> I mean, heck, I can go to, uh, I can, uh, so, okay, so Tina says we were talking about Lent, um, and I guess somehow the conversation got to seafood. Um,
1: (laughs) Because if you go to Lent and you can't eat, like, you give up meat for Lent, and you could eat nothing but seafood, could you eat nothing but seafood for the rest of your life? I would imagine the conversation went something like that.
0: Somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Yeah. but um like I don't know if you have them up there in Wichita. I, I would imagine that you do. Um there's a place called the Garage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe not. Um yeah. I'll have to see what locations that one's in. Uh but it's it's actually a burger bar. Um well, it's not a bar per se. There is a bar in there, but it's it's a burger place. That's mm-hmm. that's their big thing. Uh but they do have fish tacos there and um they're some of probably some of the best fish tacos i've had in a long time they're like they're just really good uh so yeah i like fish tacos but um i remember part of the conversation was that i had mentioned uh my wife had bought a box of um Frozen crab cakes, just because we like crab cakes, and not try it, you know. Yeah, frozen. I mean, can't be. Just try them out, and they were actually really good. So, um, and she bought them at Aldi, which is interesting. uh but yeah, I was saying, you know, I wonder how a crab cake would taste like as a hamburger. Cause we were, we were talking about the only eating seafood type thing. And I was like, I wonder if that, I wonder how that would taste. Um, And I believe it was Kelly that was in, she was in the chat and she said something about um, in their neck of the woods, which is, which is the Northeast New England area. um, They have uh, crab cake sandwiches. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I've heard of those. Yeah. part of those yeah i think i'm pretty sure that i could i'm pretty sure i could go just eating seafood for Mm -hmm. for meat anyway like i could could give up beef i could give up chicken i don't think i could give up fish or or seafood
1: i look at it like this if there's people out there that can come up with entire meal plans for the year and have cookbooks based on just eating like you know vegan or plants or something like that you know or just fruits Mm. and vegetables I'm sure that we can figure out how to come up with a year-long plan of eating just seafood.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, yeah. There are so many. I mean, there are many options. I mean, you've got different fish types that you can eat. You've got shrimp. Mm -hmm. You've got crab. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got uh, scallop. Scallops Mm -hmm. are really good. Have you ever Mm -hmm. had
1: scallops? Oh, oh, I love love scallops. scallops. Love scallops. Uh, and I like sushi too. I'll, I'll eat the crap out of sushi. We've had days where I had nights where for dinner, we just grab sushi, sushi bowls yeah. or, or or not sushi bowls, sushi, just, you know, collections of sushi from the local grocery store. Yeah. And uh, we'll have that for dinner. We'll just eat sushi for dinner. And me and my daughter, we go up to Kansas City all the time. And there's a place in Legends Mall. I don't know if you've ever been there before. Yeah. You know, if you ever get a chance to go to Kansas City, go to uh, Legends Mall. And uh, they have a sushi place there, and they specialize in it. And when we go up there, me and my daughter, when she was younger and she liked to eat it, she called it skushi because she couldn't say sushi. So she called yeah. it skushi. But every time we go up there, we have us some skushi, and we have us. And uh, now that she's 21, she still likes to go up. She wants to go up with me all the time and sit and have sushi. So we, we quite like enjoy It's, it. a, uh,
0: it's like um, an outlet mall. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: It's a really cool place. If you get a chance to go up there, it's really neat. Because right in the same area, they have uh, the uh, Kansas Speedway is there for NASCAR, and it's a huge outdoor mall. They have yes, I have tried shark. I have tried that. It's very good.
0: Little tough. I have never had shark. Really?
1: Now I've had shark. I think I've had it's shark um, an appetizer. It was like shark bites of some sort, like a shark appetizer. They called it shark bites, and it's you know it's but it was some type of shark. I don't know what type it was, but it was some type of shark. It actually, it was good. Little little on the tough side, but it was good.
0: Have you ever had halibut? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I don't eat halibut anymore, and I'll, I'll tell you why. There's a story behind that. uh So I used to live in Alaska, and in Alaska, oddly enough, I mean, even as landlocked as where I was. Because I was not on the coast of Alaska, um, the seafood there is is very very fresh and very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to eat halibut up there, and and it was it was good. I mean, it was halibut was great up there. Loved halibut. It was at the time probably my favorite fish to eat. Well, I uh, so I was in the service at the time, and I took a leave back and and came back to visit my folks. And uh my mom and I went to some random restaurant I don't remember the name of it I don't think it's there anymore um and I saw halibut on the menu I'm like, Ooh. yeah I ghost style I haven't had halibut in a couple months you know
2: mm-hmm. and,
0: worst fish I've ever eaten <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and so at some point the waitress came over and I was like is this the halibut? She's like, yeah, that's halibut. I'm like, okay. Walks away, and I'm like, no, this is not halibut. There's no way this could be halibut, because there's no way they could take a fish like that and make it taste so bad. Uh, So ever since then, I haven't been able to eat halibut. (laughs) Outside of Alaska.
1: You know, oddly enough, I've had a lot of different types of fish. I've even had escargot, and I've had... um, uh, uh, calamari, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've eaten that before. The one thing I have not tried is I have not tried, um, oh, the fish eggs. What's the fancy name for it? No.
0: Hmm? Caviar. Caviar. Yes. Caviar. Cav- I've never had caviar. never had caviar. It's never had caviar. Okay. Well then I, I, um, I won't worry about it. So Tina, I have had gator. Mm-hmm. I have had that. I've actually had um,
1: fried fried gator and gator jerky.
0: I've never had gator jerky. I bet that's good. But I've had mm. I've fried fried uh, fried gator nuggets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep, same thing. Yeah, same thing try. here. Yep, yeah, good eats, good eats. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that seafood? I don't know if gator would be considered seafood. Probably not.
1: Yeah, you could. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, it's in Louisiana on the
0: coast, close I mean, to the It's city. not beef, and it's not chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's aquatic uh, maybe it's its own thing I don't know but, I don't know <laughs> but uh, just, I mean you mentioned Kansas City I'm curious how far away from Kansas City do you live
1: uh, about two and a half hours
0: okay
1: yep about two and a half hours I used to have to drive I mean, it all the time how far
0: from Wichita do you live
1: oh uh, 30 minutes mm. yeah like okay. 30 minutes
0: okay yeah. Yeah, I've only mm-hmm. been to I've only been to Kansas City once. Mm-hmm. Um but I've been to Wichita a few times. I've been mm-hmm. been there a time or two. Uh
1: <laughs> Ubaldo, Ubaldo says rattlesnake is good as well. I've never actually had rattlesnake, but what I did have is I my last trip up to Estes Park, Colorado, real quick, we had a beef jerky place that was up there. <laughs> and they have they have all manner of beef jerky, and one of the beef jerkies they had was snake jerky. <laughs> that, that's, not, that's not the type of jerky we're talking about <laughs> tina that's not that's not what we're talking about that's funny but that's not what we're talking
0: about yeah. i um i don't i don't think i've had rattlesnake <laughs> i don't think i have all right you know what uh maybe we should play a song i think we probably should good, play a song probably good time for that Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So I've got some. Uh, I got some good stuff for you tonight. Uh, you might like it or you might not, but <laughs> it should be interesting. Uh, first <laughs> song that we're gonna play tonight comes to us from, and I'm gonna butcher this name, Bellafield, Germany. Uh, the band is called Dead Years. And they just put out a new album on the second uh, called Night Thoughts uh, that was released via Dirt Cult Records. And we are going to play what I am pretty sure was the first single off of that album. Uh, So here we are. We're going to play Just Then by Dead Years. like play-doh yeah it just keeps stretching on just been by dead years good stuff there so we got a few more uh entries into the chat room panji's perspective welcome to the chat and isaac has jumped in good to see you again
1: yeah isaac you didn't miss anything we just got started buddy
0: yeah um yeah, you missed all our conversation about seafood, but you know.
1: <laughs> right. There'll be there'll be others.
0: <laughs> I think I'm remembering the conversation started earlier. Um as far as about seafood is some somebody uh man, I want to say it was Chantel was saying something about uh trying to eat differently and uh was sick of eating chicken. Because there's only so many things you can do with chicken. And I think that's how the seafood conversation may have gotten started. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, But I can can see that. I mean, you either have got fried chicken or baked chicken. There isn't really much else you can do uh, with that.
1: My girlfriend hates pork. So we're narrowed down to beef, turkey, chicken, and seafood. So, I mean, that's really not that bad, though. Say that again? My girlfriend doesn't like pork. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so any kind of pork bacon, pork chops, any kind of hams, sausage, anything like that. She can't. She doesn't like it. She can't have any of it. So when we do breakfast, it has to be like turkey bacon or it has to be beef bacon or we, you know, we'll cook steaks for breakfast or, you know, bacon. She what? So she doesn't even eat bacon? Nope, no, no, no she pork bacon. Lying. No pork bacon. Now, if it's turkey chicken or beef bacon, she'll eat it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way, Isaac. I love pork chops too. I love pork chops. I love ham. I love sausage. I love—I mm. mean, bacon. America, bacon. No uh, bacon. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have
0: nightmares about that. Yeah, uh. it's
1: it's rough. It's rough. And with and with with Valentine's Day coming up, she's also deathly allergic to chocolate, which makes things a little difficult for me because I can't buy her chocolates for 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 Valentine's Day. So it has to be gummy bears. I mean, what says romance? for valentine's day like nothing says it like buying your girlfriend gummy worms
0: you know because what? she
1: can't eat chocolate
0: i'm glad you brought that up i'm go- gummy bears let me tell you about gummy bears <laughs> oh <Uh-oh>. so- <laughs> is this gonna be like our seafood conversation <laughs> might go longer than that so um so i'm diabetic so the you know, the, the types of candy that I can eat is, is uh, severely limited. It has to be zero sugar type uh, uh, candy. Um, so, so you know, I don't really eat a lot of candy at all because the sugar free stuff is, is kind of nasty. Um, <laughs> but they do make sugar free gummy bears and and gummy bears are generally pretty good i mean if you like that sort of thing you know gummy bears are good problem with gummy bears that are sugar-free is uh, how do i explain this um so most sugar-free candy uh there is a chemical in it that uh, obviously you know takes the place of the sugar um that will give a person uh, give them the shits so well <laughs> so that is normal for sugar-free candy okay with sugar-free gummy bears however it's that worse. is amped up by like 10. So, if you eat, you know, a handful of sugar-free gummy bears, you are, I mean, you're just going to be in the bathroom all night. It's just, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> but every once in a while, you need to partake. You're like, I could really go for a gummy bear right now. Okay, so, getting to that. Um, we were at the uh, movie theater. um uh, uh, Friday. Oh, so after we left the restaurant, uh, Friday night, birthday, um, uh, Manny and I went, uh, to see a movie. So we went to the theater that, that I, I know, Tina, I know, you know. I told you those gummy bears are the devil. They are, man, they are the So we go to the theater, and it's a theater that, that we I go to most frequently because it's the AMC in town. Uh, there is only one other theater uh in here in Norman. Um and it's like brand new. They like just opened it like a month ago. Um, but I go to AMC because I'm a member of AMC. I've got the, the A-list thing. Anyway, so we go into this and uh, they do have a candy uh like kiosk is how they have <laughs> they're like colon blow. <laughs> got that right. That's long John Silver's what's that now?
1: I said that's Long John Silver's. Yeah. If you want a colon so blow, go eat this, Long John Silver's.
0: At this candy kiosk, they um they don't have sugar. I mean, most theaters don't have sugar-free candy. It's just the same. right. They, they just don't. Right. If you go to the theater, it's either popcorn, pretzels, or nothing. Mm. Um. So we go in there, and uh, my wife is looking for uh some candy. See what. What is uh sounding good to her, and looking at the thing, and she's like, Hey, look, there's some uh zero sugar gummy bears. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> so, of course, I grab the bag of zero sugar gummy bears, and they are zero sugar, um, uh, shit. zero sugar sour gummy bears. Uh, and all so, and know, all the
1: and 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 I'm assuming you're getting to the conclusion of how this was a good idea, and then sit down for two to three hours to watch a movie where you can't necessarily get up.
0: <laughs> well, see, the thing is, the effect doesn't hit you right away. Okay. It always waits okay. until you need to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I had you know I had my popcorn and I had my sugar-free gummy bears. Um, and I, I did not eat the whole bag because I got through, I don't know, maybe like five of them, maybe. And I'm like, some, some taste off about these gummy bears. Some something, something's just wrong. Like they've got this weird film on them. Not like, I mean, I've had sugar-free gummy bears before. Um, no, Isaac, I did not bring the popcorn bucket home. I don't know. It's another thing I'm gonna bring up, I'm glad you brought that up too. So, oh, <laughs> no! So, the gummy bears. So, I didn't eat very I ate maybe five, like not many at all. Um, and I will not be getting any more. Uh, but even just eating the five had the same effect as like a handful of them, and it's yeah, <laughs> Our zero sugar gummy bears at the theater it was a bad not idea. A, so, yeah, Tina, they are the devil. Uh, isaac says turn your backside into a soft serve dispenser <laughs> yeah yuck yeah yeah that's pretty nasty um so yeah back to this popcorn bucket thing this is something that kind of irritates me so at the amc that it was the devil entering your soul steve no i think he was leaving <laughs> Um so at the at the AMC that I, I generally go to, uh the popcorn uh you know usually comes in a in a big like round bucket, you know, the popcorn buckets. Mm-hmm. So we go there on Friday and it's in like this little paper box type thing.
2: Which kind of like the I'm oldest pretty, I'm sure
0: it's smaller than the bucket. I don't have words with them. Um <laughs> I paid the same as I would have for the bucket, but it sure as hell seemed smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, I mentioned this to my wife while we were, I was like, man, I really don't like these paper, whatever the hell these things are. I want my bucket. And uh, she's like, yeah, they're probably doing it to save money. I'm like, yeah, they can save money somewhere else. Like, get rid of them damn gummy bears. But, uh, yeah, no. I want a popcorn bucket. I don't freaking paper box. Cause here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, with the with the paper box thingamajigger, um, uh, the uh the butter, like it's easier for it to seep through. Mm, yeah. So like, if I've got it on my lap, you know, at the end of the movie, I've got freaking wet butter. Stains on my pants. I'm like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I didn't
0: think I didn't
1: think about that part because you know, back in the day, that's what they used to do. They used to do it used to be paper bags. And then you yeah. think about today. You think like today, like they add butter to the popcorn, and it seeps right through that bag. Yeah, you're going to be wearing it by the end of the night. So,
0: well, at the AMC that I go to, you have to put the butter on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, see, still, but still, if you put extra butter on there, if you put too much, you're going to end up with yeah, it in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Okay, so um I I need to address something in the chat room. Uh I must have missed something because I need to know what you're talking about.
1: I guess we did.
0: <laughs> we, yeah, there we missed something. It, what? What, is,
1: what what Dana, whoa, we need, need clarification. I, hey,
0: Dana, she just she just popped something else up in here. <laughs> We need clarification. That doesn't clarify anything. (laughs) Yeah, that that, That makes it it even worse. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? That makes it worse. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna scroll up on the on the chat here. (laughs) Hey, I got (laughs) something. Um, I got something Something about Dune, but I don't see how that has anything to do with Dune. (laughs) I don't know. I need some clarification, Tina.
1: Yep, 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 we need hey, clarification. Hey, hey. Um, um yeah, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna shift track for just a minute. Um and kind of kind of kind no. Yeah, no, no, not me. Um actually I wanted to talk about something rather serious for 40 don't minutes. Send me a picture. <laughs> yeah, please don't send a picture. Um I wanna I wanted to address this real quick because we're 40 minutes into the show and while we have everybody here and everybody's attention, uh I wanted to talk about something real quick. Uh, from my experience at Star Wars Celebration London. And whilst I was there in my life, I have never met anybody who is, like I've never met a famous person for, a, a famous person that could be considered a well-known famous individual for. And while I was there, uh, if you've not seen my Instagram or anything like that, My Instagram, by the way, is Rodeo Rock 71 for anybody who's interested. I posted on there about the meeting that I got to experience with Mr. Carl Weathers, who, if Mm. those of you are not familiar with, we lost him this week. Mm. Uh, We we lost him end of last week. And I kind of wanted to say, kind of bring that up tonight and say that uh of the little conversation that i had with him and the time that i got to meet him was a great experience he was a very friendly individual he was very caring and, and very friend with everybody that he met that we got to uh stand in line with and talk to he talked to me and my girlfriend briefly and it was just a, a very kind a very very um very conversative individual, very kind and very, I, I can't say enough that he was, I mean, he's just, just a great guy. He's just, it was, it was a real pleasure to meet him. And, uh, when I heard of his passing and the fact that I got a chance to actually meet him in person and speak with him, I felt very privileged to be among the people that, you know, got to chance to talk to him because we lose so many actors and so many people from the star Wars, from our childhoods and things like yeah. that. And, you know, him being a recent actor in uh, him being a recent actor in the Star Wars franchise, but somebody who I remember from my childhood, from the Rocky movies, from Predator, from uh, you know, from Happy Gilmore, from uh, well, even from I was about to say, own- when
0: I first heard about it, I was like, No Chubbs,
1: Chubbs, yeah, not Chubbs. Um and Action Jackson, that I love that movie. When I was younger, it was he was great in it because I remember him from being you know in Predator and being Apollo. He finally got his own movie, and yes, one hundred percent. Uh, you know I I posted on my thing on my thing. You know I I hope he rests in peace. I I uh, we're so sorry for the loss of of Carl Weathers. Just an amazing individual, very friendly, and you know he will be sorely missed in the Star Wars community. and uh like i said i was very privileged and very honored to get a chance to meet him in person and be one of the very first famous people that i actually got a chance to meet and interact with and uh i hope that his i hope for his family they find peace and and in his memory and i hope that he rests rests in peace and rests in power and and for carl May the force be with you always, man. May the force be with you. We will. We will miss you.
0: Let us not forget. He was also the voice of Combat Carl in Toy Story Two. Yes. Yes. Um. Okay. So I figured out. Uh, well, they told me what they were talking about. Okay. And I'm about to pull up a picture of what they're talking about. Oh, oh, oh! So this is the Dune popcorn bucket. Oh. Is is that supposed to
1: be? That's the sandworm. Is that what that's supposed to be? I I hope so. Okay, I'm gonna. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, That's what I'm gonna
0: go with. Yeah, that's uh, that thing is horrifying. I would not buy that. I I would not (laughs) eat popcorn out of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a mess. Um. All right so uh where can you find us on the social media um you can go to one link one link is all you need it is rebelrockradio.com uh that takes you to a bio link that will attach you to all of our socials our facebook our twix our instagram TikTok, all that goofy stuff uh has a link to our discord server uh which has a tendency to get a little crazy um kind of like the show and it also has what's that it's also it's like the show it goes a little crazy it's like the show except <laughs> more um and also has a link to all of our audio platforms so if you are not um, not into the whole youtube thing i uh, like to listen to your podcasts on audio. Uh, it gives you the links to where you can find those audio uh, platforms. Um, Apple, Spotify, a bunch of other ones. Uh, but yeah, rebelrockradio.com is where you can go. And speaking of... Pop, you know, you're right. You're right. It's... Um, so you all, you makes a very good point. Uh, Carl Weathers and Ray Stevenson, uh, a little time in Star Wars, but a huge impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: 100%. 100%.
0: Yeah. Both of those were, were losses that just hit hard. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. but as I was gonna say, uh, speaking of podcasts, um, we've got some podcasts to give a shout out to before we jump into our next song uh so um let me begin i actually made a list (laughs) instead of just trying to remember okay um so we have i would like to give a shout out to the sidebar cantina uh that one runs on monday nights uh here on youtube The ATSW Escape Pod, that runs on Wednesdays, also on YouTube. Very fun group of guys there. Uh, Grave Reviews usually runs on Thursdays. That's the one where Alan and uh, uh, Dragon Buddy, who is not in the chat tonight for some odd reason, um, they talk about. Uh, old horror movies, or I guess not necessarily just old horror movies, but just horror movies in general. Uh, so if you're into that sort of thing, that's a really fun podcast to go check out. Uh Sisterhood of the Traveling Bantha. Uh, that is our friends Denise and Rexy talking about all kinds of good Star Wars stuff. We're going to have them on the show again uh sometime soon. They haven't been with us in, in a while. Um, and then we've got Dork Wars, uh, which doesn't really have a uh, a regular schedule. He just uh, Blake just puts stuff out as he puts it out. Um, but that's another good one to check out. Used and abused. Um, I want to say that's on Tuesday. Maybe it's Sundays. They've switched around a few times. I can't remember when they when they air, but I, I want to say it's on Sundays. Uh, but that's another YouTube show, uh, used and abused. Scott and Kim and Nicole, um, good bunch of folks there. And let's see, uh, a couple of music or a few music podcasts here to shout out. One band, five songs. That's my buddy Dave. Uh, talks about music through the perspective of five. Talks about, you know, each episode is a different uh, musical artist, and he talks about um, them uh, from the perspective of five of their classic songs. Uh, Most recently, he did an episode about the police, and uh, that was a pretty good show. I liked that one. Um, Let's Play 10, and that is a podcast with a couple of guys that just talking about uh, 10 um usually they only play 10 hence the name let's play 10. it's all like underground music uh a lot of fun over there talking to those guys uh and then punk lotto pod is um they've got a lot of episodes out they their their main premise is that they pick an album from a certain year and talk about that album Uh, i guess the uh, the year is like pops up randomly um or they pick it at random. Um, but they've got a lot of uh, patron exclusive episodes that they do. Those are, those are really good. Um, I've got one more, but I wanted to see if you had any that you wanted to shout out as well.
1: I just got one this week because I just go with ones that I know and I'm really fans of and stuff like that. So I got one. Uh, I wanted to shout out to bro axiom podcast um, and YouTube channel. Uh, this is uh, Chris Ryan's Daniel Miller Jan Dominic and Ben Anderson and I think a few other people that are mixed in there too uh, Really good bunch of people. They love their comics. They love to they love to do what they call shooting the poodoo and Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of their things is shooting the poodoo But, but I have mess I've, I've actually met Chris in, in person in California during Star Wars Celebration you know, good dude. I talk to him. I, I uh, kind of give him crap, uh, uh, quite regularly about the, uh, bringing the Yuzong Vong into, uh, Canon in Disney. And he gives me a bunch of crap back and tells me not to say anything and <laughs> don't bring it up ever again. So, well, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So bro axiom on YouTube podcast. go check them out on Facebook, Instagram, give them a like, give them uh, subscribe if you can. And a uh, good bunch of people over there. So Friends and the Force. Friends so, um, in the Force.
0: All right. Well, last one I'm going to shout out is the Red Five Tavern, which isn't really a podcast per se. It's just uh, um, every Friday night, a group of folks uh, get together and play D anD D, and they live stream their session. I've talked about it on the show before, um, but uh, this Friday um, they will be doing another session, and I will actually be um, this one um so they would trade trade off who who plays uh every week uh but i'm going to be in it this week and uh spencer says red five Tavern, where you can sometimes find the best goblin (laughs) spencer i think you're playing this week as well um but there's the link there if you want to go check that out it's youtube.com forward slash at the red five five the number not the Word spelled out red five tavern 468. Still have no idea what the 468 means, but uh yeah. There it is. I'll have that link in the show notes as well. But this Friday, yeah, we're gonna be uh and Spencer will be playing too. Um, I'm not sure who else is playing this week. I know I am, and I know that Spencer is. Um but yeah, this Friday usually every friday uh every once in a while we we'll take a break but uh yeah good times uh red five tavern if you're into that rpg D D stuff it's a lot of fun um uh, and i believe that is it for the shout outs it's time for another song I'm I'm it all one. oh man just wait this is gonna be great so <laughs> The band is based out of, oh, okay, uh, Dragon Buddy and Kelly, Spencer says, uh, are the other two on Friday night. Okay, so the band's based out of um, Atlanta, Georgia. The name of the band
1: (laughs) Uh is Whores.
0: Whores? Whores. Whores! Whores. As in h o. W-H-O-R-E-S. (laughs) W h o r e s, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, they have an album coming out in April called War, W A R, and that's coming out uh, via the Ghost is Clear Records. I love the name of that label. Um. <laughs> And so we are playing the first single off of that upcoming album. Uh, So here it is. Uh, This is Whores with Quitter's Fight Song.
1: I was waiting for the long, drawn out, you know, guitar
0: section. Tina, Tina wanted to remind us: uh, uh, R.I.P. to Toby Keith, too. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm not really a fan of country music, but
1: mm-hmm. I never actually got to meet him. I do like some of his music, and I did get to eat in his restaurant in Oklahoma City.
0: Mm-hmm. And I too. yes
1: um yes. and having
0: enough, um I I've, I've never met him uh but his house is is practically right down the street from me
1: Oh <laughs> well, nice.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a pretty big. It's a pretty nice looking ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah.
1: Yes, having a girlfriend who has had so far had breast and lung cancer. Uh my grandmother died from cancer, my mom died from complications of cancer. Yes, I agree. Cancer sucks.
0: It yeah. sucks um, a big fat one. Yeah. Um, my uh my first wife, who is the mother of my three kids, um, she was taken by ovarian cancer. So um yeah. Cancer has yeah. a very special hate in my heart.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's um, you know, it's
1: honestly it's hard to find people these days who who don't affected, have. Yet. Hey, who haven't been affected by, by cancer. It, it really is a, it's just, and not to put too light a. you know, uh, I mean, let's just say it, it's a goddamn shit show. It's yeah. a goddamn shit show to deal with. It's a goddamn shit show for, have to go through. And it's a God, it's a shit show for the people around you who have to see you mm-hmm. suffer through it. And it just sucks ass. And yeah, I, I can't, no, I, just, I can't say enough, I, I
0: can't say enough bad things about it. Yeah, no, I saw, I mean, like I said, I saw my, my previous wife go through it and, it's bitch. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it sucks. Yep. Um, yeah, and yeah, ovarian cancers, is. Uh, there's not really. I mean, you know, there's a lot of breast cancer awareness and and whatnot. Uh, there's very little. Uh, you got to look for it, but not a whole lot of ovarian cancer awareness type stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that cancer is a fucking. I mean, that one's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Not that all of them aren't, but. I mean, there's just like not a whole hell of a lot that can do with
1: that
0: one. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom,
1: my yeah, mom, um, my mom, and my girlfriend both had breast cancer, and my mom, or my yeah, my mom and my girlfriend both had breast cancer. My mom had pancreatic cancer, and my girlfriend while she had breast cancer. It was seeping into her lungs, Jesus. but luckily, luckily enough, they were able to catch it in time, and they were able to treat it in her lungs before it got to her lungs, which actually kept her from having stage four cancer and being untreatable. Because if it was any worse in her lungs they would not have been able to treat it and she probably yeah. wouldn't have survived
0: but so yeah, it's a good thing they caught uh, it early. mentioned pancreatic cancer that's another one that's like just shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah that one's a rough one to, to deal with mm-hmm. um so toby keith uh that uh, he died from stomach cancer mm-hmm. um which is also the type of cancer um that ronnie james dio died from um yeah tina says ovarian cancer is commonly misdiagnosed in women as well that is correct because when my uh when my wife had gone to the doctor they said oh you've just got uh ovarian cysts um when they went in to remove the cyst uh it burst uh and then it turns out that it was not a cyst <laughs> uh, so, yeah that's a move yeah, my
1: my uh my grandmother died from stomach cancer yeah that's what yep.
0: like, that's where, i mean they're all just it you was know, just rough and it's like you'd think they'd be able to find a cure for it at some point but
1: i i i'm not going to bring that up because we're talking about friends and family who've had it and i have my own conspiracy theory ish ideas about that but oh, I, yeah. we, we, we don't have to we don't have to we, discuss that now we
0: don't have to we discuss don't that go now. there but but i no. i understand where, where you're going yeah
1: you we're probably just, you probably understand alone? yeah we're probably on the same level on that i would imagine yeah, we'll, so. we'll
0: leave that one alone but yeah no yeah um Okay, well, uh, it is time for our um, weekly picks. So, uh, here we are, Rebel Rock Radio's weekly recommendations. Uh, you want to start? You want me to start? Uh, go ahead. I went first last week. Okay. So, <laughs> um, my I actually didn't have anything until I thought of it, like, five minutes before we were going to air um so yesterday was monday um and i went to uh the, the local game shop that i frequent um as i often do on mondays because i usually go there and, and play a game um, so last night i went and uh played a game that uh they've, they've been playing before but i never played it uh, but I jumped in on it last night, and it was a lot of fun. And for those of you into the whole tabletop RPG thing, I cannot recommend this enough, uh, but I will. Uh, <laughs> so the name of the game. Oh, man, I was going to have a picture for it. God dang it. Um, <laughs> stand by. want me do, do mine quick. real quick while you're looking. I can do this quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and do yours. Go ahead and do yours while
1: I find the picture. Okay. While well, Steve's looking for his, my actually weekly, my weekly recommendation is everybody who knows me who, who looks behind me when we do our our pod our our YouTube uh, videos and our live our live streams. Everybody knows I'm a Star Wars collector, and I I collect mostly, almost exclusively Star Wars stuff because one, I don't have enough room for everything I want to collect, and two, because I just have such a love for Star Wars that that's mostly just what I focus on is collect. But being in the 80s got being growing up in the 80s and being movies that are very nostalgic and have a cult following and different things and and this this particular group of movies have seen a resurgence lately, which is for anybody that doesn't know, the Ghostbusters movies have seen a resurgence and there's going to be a new one. There's going to be a new one coming out this year. So oh, my week
0: we'll get to that in a 2nd i we'll talk about that.
1: My weekly pick is I actually saw this come out, and I'm kind of upset when we talked about HasLab. I was kind of disappointed that I didn't back the Proton Pack from HasLab. But, like I said, not having very many places to put it, and being mutually mostly Star Wars collector, I didn't pick up on the Proton Pack. But they just recently released a 1984 version of Eglon Spangler's Proton Wand. That's it's awesome. his it's his it's his uh it's the uh neutrino wand and it's the original design from the movies i've got it in the box i have not unboxed it yet i have not taken it out of the box i haven't had time but i wanted Can to show this to everyone. i got it from hasbro okay and uh it's pretty cool the outside of the box is really neat it's really well packaged looks really neat And so if you're a Ghostbusters uh, franchise kind of person, this is kind of along the same lines as, like, say, your lightsaber, your collectible lightsabers and things like that. And so this is going to be added to my collection. And it has nothing to do with Star Wars, but it is from the Ghostbusters franchise. It has lights and sounds. It uses batteries. And it has some of the original lights and sounds from the original movie. Very cool item. I will probably unbox it and maybe even give you guys a little view of it next time. We do the show and uh, show you a little bit of it outside the box when I get a chance. But
0: I'm on the site and I see the app. It says Spangler's Neutrona Wand, but it also says Afterlife on it. Now they have one that says they have one that says. Yep. Uh. Oh nope, there it is. I see it. Plasma Series Neutrona Wand. 1984
1: oh man that thing looks cool yeah dragon buddy says do it do an unboxing
2: (laughs) maybe i can do that for maybe
1: uh, so you want to do that next show then i'll save it for next show i want to unbox it now i'll unbox it next show we'll do that in first part of the show next time okay there you go (laughs) dragon buddy next show first part of the show i'll unbox it give you guys a little preview of it grab some batteries We'll throw some batteries in it and kind of test it out a little bit so you guys can see it firsthand. So I'm excited. I want to take it out, and now I'm going to have to wait a week so I can do that.
0: Awesome. Um, Okay, so picture. Okay, so the name of the game is Vast Grim. That is the cover. And it looks like that dude. I was just going to
2: say it it looks like the cup. (laughs) Okay, so
0: I I have mentioned on the show before a game uh, that I've played called Morkborg um, which is um, so Morkborg is this uh, fantasy ish no, let's just call it fantasy it's a fantasy uh, tabletop RPG um, that is rules light, meaning you don't have to know a whole lot of rules to jump in and play the game, uh, but it is, al- it is also it's a very brutal game uh, because you can die very easily. Um, sounds so, like Daisy
1: on sounds like Daisy on PlayStation. So, you can yeah. Die very so easily
0: if you you know uh, in, in any given session that you play, um, you could go through several characters. Um, so that's Morborg. So, Morborg is fantasy, and then there's another one that's kind of along the same lines called Pirate Borg. And it's along the same lines, rules light, uh, but you play pirates. Like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean type pirates. Yeah. Huh. Um, and so that's, that's, a that one's really, really fun. I, I really like that one. And when they stopped playing it, I was a little bummed. Uh, But um, so this one is called Vast Grim. And it is along the same lines. Rules light, uh, high probability of character death, uh, but it is sci-fi slash space-based. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, You're on a ship and you're on exploring and it's uh earth is gone it's been destroyed by these these giant worms um there's a whole story behind it but it's a really fun uh it's it's a really fun uh game and i suggest you try it out uh if you're into that sort of thing but uh yeah i don't know tina what's with all the holes with teeth um but yeah, I'll put a link to uh to where you can find BascarM uh here in the show notes. Um and I believe that is it for our weekly recommendations. Uh come back more, uh, come back next week for more. Um yeah, I'm trying to figure out what keeps beeping in my flipping. <laughs> something just keeps beeping it's kind of irritating me
1: uh you know it's time for now though
0: well um is it that time it's
1: time for our top five marvel movies
0: so last week i don't even remember how the conversation came up i mean how do conversations come up here, anyway? They just, we just. I think I
1: think we had a I think we had a short snippet about somehow we got in the conversation of Endgame because I said that I enjoyed Infinity War better than Endgame because I liked the plot line behind Infinity War better than I did Endgame, and you said, you know what, we ought to come up with it's a, a top five for Marvel because we have a video coming out tomorrow that I'm sure you're going to discuss later. That has to do with another top another top list picks for us. We'll
0: talk about that. I will talk about yes. Uh you know what? Let's talk about that now while we've got it on our on on, fresh on our head because I'll forget later. Uh, okay. So tomorrow is once again, I forgot the freaking image. Uh (laughs) I, I think I actually have this image though, so all I gotta do is throw it up here. Um nope, I sure don't. God dang it. Um no come on I, I know oh there it is there it is, there it is. okay <laughs> two seconds two seconds come on okay tomorrow is star wars podcast day um and we are celebrating 25 years of star wars podcasting so on february 7th 25 years ago the very first star wars podcast uh aired <laughs> <Hello>. uh <laughs> and uh it was called jedi talk so, every year uh, for the last, I don't remember how many uh, how many years this has been going, but Star Wars Podcast Day on February 7th, uh, a lot of podcasts get together and celebrate it with the, the talking about Star Wars. Um, so, we will be participating in uh, that again this year. Uh, so, tomorrow there will be an extra episode. Of Rebel Rock Radio. Um and it will
1: it will have something to do <laughs>
0: You know what? I'm not going to tell you what we're, what we're talking about on it. So I'm just going to let it be a surprise. Uh it actually will be Star Wars related. Um the reason I have to to make that um clear is that the first year we ever participated in Star Wars Podcast Day, our uh, episode was about space balls. Um <laughs> which so, is technically uh, still Star Wars. Take so, it's technically yes, still Star Wars. So it will be about Star Wars. I'm not gonna tell you the specific subject. Uh, but I will say that ranking has something to do with it. And we're kind of giving you we're
1: kinda of gonna give you a hint here in just a second. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so check that out uh, tomorrow. Uh, if you're not listening to this until tomorrow, then uh, go check it out. Um, and while I'm on the subject, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we are going to be ranking our. I do promise we will get to season two of Bad Batch. We will get there. We eventually will get there. We will eventually get there. It's going to be.
1: (laughs) We'll get get to. I think we got, what, this and another song, and then we're on to Bad Batch season two.
0: That's right. That's right. So we'll get there. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hang in there, folks. Okay. So (laughs) we're going to go over our top five movies of the MCU. So we're going to start at five and then. Drill it down to our number one. Uh, so, do you want to start with your five, or do you want me to start with mine?
1: You want me to go one? You want me to go five down to one, or just say five, five and one.
0: then? Okay. So then here's one.
1: my. Here I'll just give you my top five from five no, no, to no, no, one. Just
0: start with your five. Oh, just start with my five. Okay. five. okay.
1: Okay. My my number five is Avengers number one.
0: Okay. That's a good good solid one. That was a good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of good to have. Um my number five is uh the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. A lot of good uh good fun. That was a that was a surprise hit. Mm, yes. You know, like, when that came out, it was like Guardians of the Galaxy. Why are they doing a movie about them? Because they were mm-hmm. kind of obscure. I mean, unless you're a comic book geek, probably didn't even know who they were. Then I'm like, why are they doing them? And Then it came out and like, it was freaking amazing. Uh, okay. Uh, so you're number four. Iron Man number one. That is my number four. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good, nice. Uh, entry into the MCU. Kind of kick things yes. off. Uh, yes. Great. Yeah. Very good. Uh, what was your number three? My number
1: three is Spider-Man No Way Home okay yeah because I watched the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and I I liked those kind of got to three and it was a little eh but I loved the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and then the Andrew Garfield ones were really cool I really liked those mm-hmm. I thought those were great and then when they put all of them together and and wrapped up phase four with with Tom with uh Tom Holland and all of them in one plus all the villains and all in one and it just worked so well. It was so the way they put it together was so good. I I I love the crap out of it. So number three was my Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: Very good. It's a good one. Uh I just re-watched that one recently. Um, it is it is a really good movie, and I, I loved how they brought all the Spider-Man together. It was great. Yes. Hey Kelly, yes. thanks for coming Hi, in. Kelly. Uh my where are we at? Number three. My number three. Uh, is Guardians of the Galaxy three? Mm. Um, Very nice. That was uh, that was the surprise to me. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, two was. I'm not gonna lie. Two is uh, two is way down on the list of my ranking. <laughs> way down. There. Um, and so there's there are currently what 32. If my numbering is right, I think there are 32. Uh, yeah,
1: I actually lost count because I know in the Infinity Saga, I think there was 23. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there was 23 in the Infinity um, I think Saga.
0: 32. Uh, Guardians 2 is is down in the low 20s. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: or high 20s, actually. It's it I was not, not a fan. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah, like Dragon Buddy says, uh uh Guardians 3 was was a pretty heavy movie. Uh very emotional Mm -hmm. uh great music as as they all have uh but just just a a great end to that team uh great movie uh Mm -hmm. that brings us to number two uh
1: infinity war okay yep Uh, uh avengers infinity war uh like i said before i love the plot line i love the whole story i love the quest that he was going on to find and assemble all the affinity stones and everything they did to stop it. And even though it was heartbreaking at the end, uh, you know, it, it, I, I I liked that, that storyline, obviously, like I said, hot take, I liked that storyline better than I did in game because in game for me, the, the whole time travel thing didn't, didn't really work for me. I didn't really agree with their, their ideas, ideas about it. And, and so infinity war, I felt I had a better story to it.
0: Okay. Um, well, on that note, my number two is Endgame. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it had to do with like the last 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: 100%. It just made that movie for me. Well, let me just
1: say, just because it's not in my top five does not mean it's not my top 10, because it is, I do great. I love it. And I'm like you, when you get to that last 30 minutes, it's like, holy crap. That is freaking just epic. It was epic cinema. It was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tina says, I can't do top five for Marvel. I like so many Eternals not being one of them. (laughs) Um, Well, I will say uh, Eternals is the very very bottom of that list. <laughs> Did not like that movie. Uh-huh. It is the movie by which I measure all badness uh in movies. So uh as far as, you know, MCU movies go. Um so like, you know, uh Guardians 2. It's not Eternals bad. Uh
1: the dark is number one <laughs> uh my number one marvel cinematic universal movie or marvel cinematic universe movie let me say that right <laughs> um captain america the winter soldier
0: are you kidding me
1: i that's my favorite man that's i love that we got one. is it really oh that's awesome <laughs> my that's this is why we get along man this is why we get along i love captain america winter soldier
3: it's movie
1: it's it so is. It's fantastic. You get introduced to the Falcon. You get introduced to, you know, you you see Pete Captain America. You know, you see Bucky come come in and he's a bad guy but he's getting turned and he's bring he's bringing him back. And and yeah. it just sets up so many things and Robert Redford and like all the stuff with uh, Samuel L Jackson and, and Everything yeah. they had going on, and the, the three helicarriers, and the fight at the end with them, and and watching them just blow up and fall into the Potomac, I'm like, heck yeah! That one is just that to me was peak Avengers. In 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 that one, I loved yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dragon Buddy says Winter Soldier is a solid movie. Peak Avengers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Winter Soldier is just amazing. It's just yes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing! Amazing movie loved
0: it yeah my my kid i is liked it me crap about how much i like that movie i like then- the <laughs>
1: banter i love the banter between between falcon and, and captain america and then the part but the best part for me was is when they were going to assault that ship and captain america just jumps out of the out of the out of the plane and they go did he just jump out without a parachute and he's just he's like yep
0: yep, yep. <laughs> yep he did he did <laughs> he sure did yep uh we got introduced although he didn't show up ever again we got uh introduced to bat rock
1: he did show up again um well, no goes. he he uh he wasn't in it falcon TV. and the winter soldier showed up in the tv show yeah falcon and the winter soldier which is also a good show that's probably show. probably one of my favorite made for disney plus tv shows was falcon and the winter soldier and i you he, know there's people that argued about about. Um, uh, uh dang it falcon's real name uh sam Sam,
2: about sam's
1: yeah sam's about sam's outfit when he became captain america i liked his outfit i thought it was cool as shit. i was like that's awesome and Uh, then him and him and the winter soldier or him and bucky having their banter between the two of them and and their interaction about captain america and about you know if if captain america was wrong about you he was wrong about me and and everything, yeah. you know, the legacy that he left behind and everything. Oh, it was that was so great. And and all of that was set up in Winter Soldier. And I just Winter Soldier is my favorite.
0: Absolutely. Love Winter but, Soldier. As, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, that TV show, that out outside of one of the Netflix Marvel films, uh, I mean TV shows, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. um However, if if we're including the Netflix shows, Daredevil is my favorite. Mm. But, yeah, Winter Soldier. Wow, that's your number one. That's cool. That's my number one. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All right, we got one more song to play, and then we are going to finally get into our discussion about uh, Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Uh, Bad Batch season two. That was the whole point of the show. Discussion Um, about Bad Batch Season 2, our preparations for Season 3, maybe even some predictions. Okay, Okay. so this one comes from a band based out of Cincinnati, Ohio, called Corker. And they put out a single on January 19th via Fillet Records, and we're going to play that single for you. Uh, So this is Corker with Distant Dawn. thing going on there. I'm still waiting for that stretched out guitar. Yeah, no, nope, it didn't happen this time. That was a <laughs> was, was one one off. just a one-off. Um all righty well um so bad batch finally got here mm-hmm. uh yeah I don't like that um <laughs> where's that I can't see so Right off the bat, um, I'm going to say, generally speaking, I I did not enjoy the season as much as I did the first one. That being said, there was a storyline going on in the second season that was very interesting. Um I just felt, and I, I could be wrong. I mean it's all subjective. Uh I just felt there was a lot of filler in this one. Mm-hmm. Um so it just kind of I don't know, like I said, it just didn't it made me not enjoy this season as much. Mm-hmm. I, I admittedly I wasn't as engaged in this
1: season. I didn't uh and I think the reason why is because they had a central theme they had an idea that they were going with it seemed like to me but really what they were doing is they were just kind of stretching and dragging that theme out and maybe they were doing that for purpose maybe they were doing that because they were setting up season three because they wanted to set up you know what uh, what everything that season three was going to be about but it seems like they were just kind of stretching out the ideas of 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 hunter trying to be that father figure and wanting to take care of omega yeah. Um, you know, the themes of the Empire taking over and trying to seed uh, their power and their influence in their various areas and the various things that they had, uh, you know, that they wanted to do and the projects that they had and, and different things. Um, you know, the storyline that I liked the most was uh, 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 the one that I found was most interesting was it seemed like um, the storyline with like uh, a crosshair and and him trying to do what he could to be a part of what they wanted to do as far as the empire was concerned. But it seemed like that no matter how much he, no matter how much he, he tried to make them happier, he tried to do things. It seemed like he was always getting pushback or there was always this idea that he wasn't, he just wasn't accepted. You know, he yeah, almost like, wasn't accepted by the didn't, empire. They
0: didn't want anything to do
1: with him. No. Well, and they didn't want anything to do with the clones period. That was tarkin's right. whole thing throughout the season was getting rid of the clones yeah because he felt like that they followed orders without question and but they also had an error of programming in them that made them like empathetic and yeah. you know they have this idea of what they want to do and they stuck to it and once they got an idea in their head kind of like clone force 99 you know once they got the idea in their head and you know they they knew the empire was bad they went, they did everything they could to stop it. And they used their exceptional abilities and their skills, but they Tarkin wanted people that were willing to be a part of the empire. He wanted willing conscripts, yeah. not yeah. programmed conscripts. And yeah. the more and more, even though the more and more the tech tried to do his thing, it was like, no, you're not, you're not what we want. You're not accepted. We don't accept you as being part of it. You're just yeah. a relic of an old, of an old war, right. which at
0: that time, wasn't really, really an old war. It was, it wasn't that old. Yeah, um, but yeah, the uh, I, I think this was was good for a like you said, a setup for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of any episodes like any standout episodes in this one, like we did in season one. Um now I know it's not necessarily
1: stand out in, in the sense of stuff that was like moving or anything like that, but yeah. it surprises me that the second to last episode wasn't your favorite. Do you know why?
0: Oh, well, because Saul Guerrero is in it.
1: Right. But that's not um, the only thing. Guess who who else was in it? Well, okay. I guess he really wasn't in it, but
0: they mentioned it. Oh, uh,
1: you talking about both that? No, huh? No. Um, The second to last episode, they uh, Tarkin was going through and asking his project managers about the different projects they had going on, and the very last thing, yeah, Yeah. the very last person they talked to was Credic, and he says,
0: "What's the status on Project Stardust?" Yeah, that that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, if I, I don't know, I, I thought that that episode was more interesting uh because of the appearance of sawrera uh but i don't know i mean i guess if i'm gonna pick a favorite episode um yeah i'm looking through i'm looking through the, the episode list i guess that's as good a good a favorite as any mm-hmm. um i did uh There was a there was an episode. Um, it's in uh, it's in episode eight, which is truth and consequences. Uh, it's the one where the emperor comes out and um, and has uh, has Ram- admiral Rampart removed from duties. Uh, for the whole Cam- uh, Camino thing, and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you got me got Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, um, but yeah, I just there was there were some there were some good tidbits here and there in the season, um, but just. Nothing really to jump up and down about.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, the, the my favorite episode was the last one, simply because, not because we lost tech, because that was very, that was very tragic. Yeah. And I, side note, this is just my opinion, so side note here for a second, but there's been people who have been asking with the advent of Season 3 and Season 3 coming out, everybody's like, uh, do you think they'll bring tech back? And I'm going to be honest with you, I hope not. And the reason why I hope not is because this idea of characters dying and constantly coming back is really kind of getting run through the ringer. And his sacrifice was, I mean, what he did, what he did to save the rest of the crew and his sacrifice was noble. It was heroic. You know, that's part of being part of them. He said, you know, like, when do we ever follow orders? You know, I, I, you know, I have to do what's right for my brothers. I have to do what's right for, Omega, I have to do what's right to save the crew. And he willingly sacrificed himself to do so. And like I said, this this, this theme of constantly killing characters and bringing them back is getting a little old for me. So I, I I really like what they did with him. And it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the team functions without him because he wasn't necessarily the soldier. He wasn't necessarily the fighter. He was the tech guy. He was the intelligent guy. But you know, and on him. yeah, a lot of stuff depended on him. And he really had a lot of contributions. I mean, you know, he was, it, it was kind of like, um, you know, if you kind of want to look at it, not references of other shows, he was basically like the Donatello to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was the yeah. tech guy. He was a smart guy. He was the guy that came up with all the solutions. And now it's going to cause further conflict for them to see how they do that. Because Hunter's a leader and wrecker is just wrecker. Mm-hmm. And Echo is somewhat in there because he knows a few things, but it's still going to be hard to see how that works out. And I'm, I really am hoping that Crosshair returns to them and, be's a, and is a part of the team again, and realizes that with the loss of Tech, that maybe you know he can be a part of the team again, and they become thing. But then again, it's also how do they fit into the grander scheme in the future of. Yeah, the rebellion throughout the dark times of the empire you know how how do they fit into that and they still have omega to consider and and what what happens with her and being such a young kid and and that sort of thing and I'm intrigued because apparently one of the scientists that's doing cloning is her sister yeah yeah which is uh, interesting so the, the last episode really set up a lot of stuff and it, of all the like you said throughout the whole season it just felt kind of dry kind of felt like filler kind of drop felt like for me it for what I said, it felt like it was kind of a dragged-out storyline, and the last episode set up so much. You're kind of like, okay, now where are we going to go with this? How's this going to end? How's this going to work out? And how many seasons are we going to see where we'll see how this storyline plays out for them and what what ends up, you know, what is the destiny of the Bad Batch?
0: Yeah what what happens to them? What's their ultimate destiny? And um, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm curious to know if uh, you know, if they explore the uh, scientists further in season three, uh, and specifically whether or not uh, at some point in time, yeah, maybe not. Um, wondering if, if they will, will get an appearance from Dr. Pershing.
2: I but, was kind of
1: curious then, about that myself. Like maybe he might be a young scientist or he might be a yeah. young intern or something.
0: Yeah, he'd have to be. Yeah. he'd have to be pretty young.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, that kind of disappointed me. Uh, to be honest with you, since we're on that subject, Doctor Pershing, that kind of disappointed me a little bit about season three of Mando, that he ends up getting set on the table, and that woman, for all we know, drove him insane or killed him. Yeah, and we didn't get to see more of him and see more of that that storyline play out, but in the next mando movie or tv show or something it might play out we might get to see him again we might there might be something that actually comes out of it i don't, I don't know yeah. um we, we just don't know how that's going to work out but yeah that'd be cool to see a doctor you know dr Pershing and to me with this whole cloning theme we see it in the bad batch uh we've seen it a little bit in uh in the mandalorian and stuff like that whether you hate him or don't, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not getting into that part of it, but it, to me, this is kind of a buildup of the explanation to rise of Skywalker of how Palpatine managed to survive and yeah. kind of getting, getting those ideas put in people's heads saying, look, this is what actually happened. They were experimenting with this a long time ago, which if anybody who knows anything about the EU in the EU, he was cloning himself so he could be reborn if he needed to so this is not a foreign concept it's not like rise of skywalker brought it up and said oh here's this blah 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 ding dong here you go no it was actually a concept that had been a part of star wars long before the rise of skywalker ever came yeah, out that
0: that was nothing new
1: <laughs> yeah no and if i if, if memory serves in the eu they tried to do it several times it wasn't just once and they even cloned they even cloned luke skywalker you know they uh you know he had a he had a twin clone and in one of the books that he actually fought against and the emperor they tried to resurrect him several times and uh yeah and the dragon buddy said it. you know all the stories are kind of helping to build the st i i agree with that and i i think much like the clone wars added a lot of context a lot of information back into the prequel trilogy i'm hoping that that's what some of these shows and and stuff that they bring out on Disney+. Plus, I'm kind of hoping that that's kind of what they do with it, is they kind of add more storyline, more context. And kind of off the Bad Batch subject for a minute, but I've heard rumor that there may be something coming out or some situation that they may be exploring when it comes to Ray's parentage, like her father, which we already know where her father came from, but we don't know a lot about her mother. And yeah. so there may be there may be some information coming out about her that may add context to the story that may help things out. So I, I'm really hoping I really hope they do do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Luke's hand. Yeah, you use Luke's hand for cloning, and there's nothing saying that they're not doing that now. That that is ultimately what's going to end up happening is they didn't preserve his hand and use it to help with the cloning process to try to make a clone for Palpatine. Yeah because they were experimenting with trying to clone force sensitive beings and that was a whole premise of George Lucas's original movies was he actually wanted stormtroopers to be force sensitive in some in one iteration of the story
0: hmm. so another thing that um i'm wondering about season 3 um is whether or not there is going to be a time skip. And if so, how big a time skip.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, I'd be interested to find out. So uh, yeah, I feel I feel like we're, yeah, we're talking more about season three than we are about season two. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so those of you in the chat, like, was there anything about season two uh, that specifically stood out to you, like, uh, uh, yeah, was there anything about season two that you really liked? Because uh, this is just my opinion. You know, uh, there's got to be people out there that that enjoyed it uh, mm-hmm. a lot, otherwise they wouldn't have made a season. You know, they wouldn't have greenlit a season three, um, or maybe they would. Well, that, 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 well, maybe that's
1: why there is only going to be a season three because everybody like season two and went, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, but there's gonna be there's gonna be uh, fifteen episodes mm-hmm. uh, of season I mean, three. There's there's no question. It was
1: a lot of it was about them going on various adventures and learning a few lessons and doing this and kind of elevating the story. But like I said, it just felt like to me that the storyline was just there was a couple central themes and they just kind of stretched out along all the episodes in season two, and it felt like it was more just. Kind of diving into what they had going on, but the central, you know, like overall arc of the story was just kind of stalled out, and and we weren't. But like I said, then again, I hate to I hate to do anything of like criticize before the you know don't criticize the cuisine before the you know before it's served kind of kind of thing. And so I would like to see what happens with season three, and then come back and then revisit and go, yeah, this is why they did this in season two, blah 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 blah. This is why this happened. Da 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 da. And, and maybe we'll get a little bit more to it. Maybe not. Maybe it was just filler. It was just something to keep people interested, to keep it kind of going, you know, how is this going to end? Where are we going to go? And that's exactly what we're talking about is season two kind of led us into that point of where are we going from here? And how how will this all end? And that's yeah. why I said season or last the last two episodes for me were the most interesting because it was, you know, where where are we going? Where How is this all going to play out? How is this all going to end?
0: Yeah. Um so Tina uh this doesn't really have anything to do with season two uh in general, but uh mm-hmm. so she likes all the time we're spending in all these areas of the timeline. Mm-hmm. uh agreed. Mm-hmm. Um yep. Yep. we are getting a lot of uh we are getting a lot of stories from outside the main Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Um In fact, um, if I'm remembering correctly, as far as canon goes or for as far as post Disney goes, uh, the video game Outlaws is the only thing story wise that takes place within the original trilogy timeline. It's almost mm-hmm. you know what though you know what
1: though in a way though I'm kind of glad because they're still they're still because I mean Filoni's thing was the Clone Wars and messing with the Clone Wars and now he stepped outside of the Clone Wars he's going to shortly after the Clone Wars to try to you know go into some of that some going to some of that stuff but that was his kind of thing was the Clone Wars and I'm I almost in a way I'll be honest with you in a way I'm kind of glad that they haven't started doing that with the original timeline yet. With the original uh, the original movies yet because
0: now they are they are exploring that in the comic books
1: right oh and some of the books I think too
0: uh, right 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 uh, uh, like some of the like,
1: like Lost Stars that takes place right after and then like yeah. you said comic books that go on yeah
0: and, and that kind of thing yeah yeah like the 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 current run of Star Wars comics um and, and I'm. Sp- specifically referring to uh the star wars flagship series um the darth vader series and the dr afra series uh all three of those are taking place between empire and jedi Mm -hmm. Um, but i digress uh Anything yeah. anything about season two <laughs> 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 Anybody got anything to say about it. Uh, yeah. There were 16 episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Um, yep. Looks like uh Jennifer uh Jennifer Corbett uh had a large hand in writing multiple episodes uh of this season and i think that uh jennifer was uh had a very a very uh i don't want to say heavy hand but um had a large part to do with um the development of the series in general alongside uh dave filoni because if you look at the wikipedia article Uh, It says developed by uh, Dave Filoni and Jennifer Corbett. So Mm -hmm. um, I guess she had a pretty, pretty big hand in all of that. Uh, But she wrote, she wrote quite a few episodes. She wrote, um, I guess I just lost her off the list. She wrote the, she wrote the final episode. Mm -hmm. Um, She wrote, she did not write the first, no, she did write the first episode along with Dave Filoni mm-hmm. um so yeah first you, know, and last.
1: you know something um, I just thought of something I just thought of too and it kind of went deeper into as I was sitting here thinking about it. if you yeah. think about it Omega has a sister right right well no obviously has a brother too right right well, a like thing. a man like a man th- so right. Yeah, so Boba Fett has another sister that he doesn't know about. So I wonder I wonder if they'll actually explore anything with him because they're so concerned about Omega, but they're not concerned about Boba. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting because if like I said if Omega has an older sister who's now a scientist who's trying to perfect the cloning process, why isn't she concerned with Boba because Boba could be a cuz with so the success I mean, obviously they didn't know this at the time, but Boba becoming the bounty hunter that he becomes and the badass Mm -hmm. that he becomes, it's interesting that they didn't also try to include him in their cloning research.
0: I wonder if they thought he was dead because Django was dead. It's possible.
1: Or they just didn't know what happened to him and they didn't know where to look for him. They just can't find him. and hes
0: I mean, he's been spending a lot of this time roaming the you know, you know roaming the galaxy with uh with other bounty hunters and, and perfecting his craft mm-hmm. um so yeah they probably they probably just didn't know where to find him
2: mm-hmm. uh
0: but you know so how they how'd they know how to find omega um <laughs> it's yeah, the it's
1: the, it's the it's the fit family omega yeah. fit boba fett and whatever this omega is. Omega Fett. I mean, technically, that would be right,
0: though. I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hunter Fett. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah we can Fet. go on forever.
0: Yeah, we can go on
1: for. You can go on Fet.
0: forever.
1: Yeah, Rex Fett, Echo Fett, Echo Fett. There you go. There's the name.
0: <laughs> Crosshair Fett. Uh, Crosshair uh, <laughs> Fett.
1: I like Wrecker Fett.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all. If they're you all say fets. it really fast, it yeah. They're all Fets. <laughs> they're all Fets, technically. Um, yeah, no, I'd oh here yeah Tina says that'd be awesome. I want Omega and Boba to meet. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, I can see that. So depending on what her ultimate uh ending is in in season three. Mm-hmm. Uh I wonder what the I mean we don't know if she's going you know, mean, to, you know, you don't know if she's going to die at the end of it. Like what happens to her?
1: I can't, I, I mean, yeah. Cause it, like Tina said here too, she said, she talked about the Boba Fett show, uh, uh, concentrating on family. And it said, you know, if he knew he had a sister, it would be cool. And if it went that whole time, not knowing where she was, not knowing that she existed. And all of a sudden maybe they did like a Boba Fett season two where Omega shows up and she's an older, you know, she's older. And they team up or something like that for some reason uh you know to bring her into live action it would be kind of interesting it'd be kind of neat to see that and it yeah yeah Yeah. i mean you know boba fett season two why not (laughs) i mean it'd be interesting to see what happens i mean i like yeah season one had its problems but season two you know
0: i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't hate on more boba fett I wouldn't either. I I would hope that I mean with Dave Filoni at the helm, it would be better.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yep. But there were there were some pretty magical moments about the Book of Ovend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so if you say if you say anything about the Power Rangers, we, we can't be friends. <laughs> oh
0: God, no. um, so so listen, okay. So I know that you folks came here to hear us talk about Bad Batch, and and we tried. Uh, There just isn't a whole lot to say about Season 2. So, this has nothing to do with Bad Batch whatsoever. Uh, Although maybe indirectly because of DNA. But I did promise, maybe it was last week, maybe it was the week before, I did promise I was going to play you guys a video. Uh Uh-oh. So, (laughs) I would like you to watch this video. (laughs)
1: bruise this I will
3: teach you how to ride I will teach you this is how we will stop the train this makes it go this makes it stop this makes it go this makes it stop. Go stop. Go stop. Yes, 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 This makes it go. This makes it stop. 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 Go, stop. Go, stop. Go, stop. La bella yes yes La yes La yes La La La
0: Was put together by our good friend uh, Cam Ray. Um, <laughs> best thing ever, like a bantha.
1: Well, thanks, Steve. Now I'll never be able to watch Book of Boba Fett in the same week. <laughs> I, I actually did a rewatch of that recently. <sighs> it's coming up in my in my annual uh <laughs> marathon. It's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool stuff. Uh, nothing to do with Bad Batch. Nothing uh, to do with the Bad Batch uh, whatsoever. Well, I, I, I mean, we kind got, of in a way it does have to do with Bad Batch.
0: I think we got what, uh fifteen, twenty minutes of Bad Batch talking, if that. <sighs> it is what
1: it is uh <laughs> hey we did say we were going to talk about it and we did our best i mean we did really did our, our best. best we did our best we got season one done we got season two done we're getting prepped for season three we're wow. all i'm almost i know i'm 70 percent done with uh dark disciple and um
0: oh that's right uh, just yeah, got dark disciple uh, I,
1: I got, which is going to prep us for season, which is going to prep us for season three, you know, for some of the more controversial, one of the more controversial topics. Yeah. And uh, I, I personally, yeah, you know what though? I'm glad for another reason that we're, that I'm reading it. And the reason I am is because um, I'm interested to see the situation with Quinlan Vos after hmm. the events of Dark Disciple, because yeah. if you watch Obi-Wan Kenobi, he talks about, Master Voss and him being there and being part of the underground that was evacuating Jedi. So from what I've read of it now, it's going to be very interesting to see how that story ends up. So that way I kind of have a better context of, of what happened to him and what, how he came to be a part of the underground. Because when we talk about the book and we do a book review before season three comes out, um, you know, Uh, it's going to be, I don't
0: think we're going to be able to get to a book review before we, before season three comes out. Oh
1: well, we'll just have to mix it in with our, with our uh, episode reviews.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, whatever. Yeah, um. <laughs> or talk or talk about it when the season. Talk about the book when the episode in the season comes up with her in it, and we're talking about a side adventures, obviously. Yeah, do that. because because there is controversy behind that. There's been more talk about it. To just everybody's so interested and enamored with the idea of her still being alive and what's going on. And now, now that I've read the book a little bit more, because I was a little confused, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I remember her red curved lightsabers. I remember her being an, an a, a uh, adamant enemy of Obi-Wan and Anakin's mm-hmm. and the Jedi Council. And now reading this book, I get a little bit more about her switch in lightsabers, her new yellow lightsaber. I get a little bit more context. On that, and it's very interesting to see how that's going to play out in season three. It's going to yeah. be neat to see it. And I want to finish, I'm getting into the good, interesting part of the book as I think I'm just a little bit behind where you are. So it's going to be very yeah, interesting I to see am, how that plays out.
0: I am 77% through,
1: and I'm 70%
0: through. Okay. So you're not that far behind
1: me. No, I'm not that far behind you. Huh. Yeah. Nope. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how things turn out with Quinlan Voss. As I found him in the first part of the book, it was a little dry, a little boring, but it was very interesting to hear about his character and the kind of person that he was. And now that I've gotten into the good part, I'd like—I'm really anxious to see how this ends.
0: So, so next week, uh, we're going to have a, a kind of a, a special episode. So to speak, we're, we're um, Rebel
1: Rock. Rebel Rock Radio is adding a little bit of ooh la la.
0: We're gonna add a to little romance show. to the show. Um, We're gonna add a little romance. We are in, in 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 honor or in observance to the upcoming Valentine's Day holiday. Um we are gonna be talking about the romance of Star Wars. We are going to um discuss through or interact with some of the relationships that we see throughout the Star Wars series some uh, of our favorite some of our favorite couples live action, uh animated and uh, otherwise we might have a special guest or two with us i have not firmed that up uh but that will be our show next week on the 13th uh, there will not be a show on the 20th. Uh, my band is playing a show that night, so we will not be available. Um, we might we might throw something together as an extra, maybe. I don't know. I'm psyched about it. Um, right. And then on the 27th, uh, that will be our first show back after the premiere of Bad Batch Season 3. So we are going to discuss... Our season three reactions. Um, as you know, there will be. Um, I want to say if if my if my numbers are right. Uh, let me double check. I think it's three. Yeah, on February twenty first, they are going to release three episodes all at once. Uh, so we'll have uh, well, plenty to talk about. I was going to say we might have plenty to talk about. Mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so we'll do that and we don't have anything scheduled <laughs> after that we might do episode by episode reaction or we just might do something else i don't know mm. I, don't, I don't really thought
1: and, and and also next week i'll do my my neutrino wand unboxing for dragon buddy That's and right. the rest of the
0: and the rest oh, of the chat boxing um what do you think about a top five list should we do another top 5 list? Sure. What do we, what should we do this time? We know. might what, need some suggestions. What do you what do you folks in the in the chat think?
1: I know what we can do. Mm-hmm. For next week, for next okay. week since we're going to be doing the romance of Star Wars. Ah. since we're going to be doing the romance of Star Wars, what we should do since we don't talk just about Star Wars, we talk about other things too. What we ought to do is we ought to do a top 5 list of our favorite couples outside of star wars okay um top five cinematic one? top five cinematic or, or tv show
0: or what about uh our five favorite rom-coms oh yeah romantic comedies
1: yeah, yeah, TV TV shows or movies? Um,
0: uh, let's stick with movies. Okay, top five romantic comedies. Right, I like next it. week top five romantic comedies. Um, I like in it. In addition to our romancing the Star Wars discussion, romancing the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I like it all right well that is it for us tonight thanks everybody in the chat room for coming and hanging out with us and uh thanks for all you folks out there watching after the fact and all of those that are listening on audio if you are listening on audio please leave a rating and review of the show let us know what you think um and come back next week for our romance of the star wars and to uh Talk about our favorite romantic comedies. Have a good uh, evening and catch you next week. And may the force
1: See be you with next me. week. See you next week, folks. May the force be with you. Bye,
0: Kevin.